You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The workers, including doctors, down tools, protesting against the dire state of the hospital. Amongst the grievances are staff shortages, lack of equipment, and non-functioning lifts. This untenable situation has seen community members in need of health services being turned away. My child has not been attended to. The doctors are not working. The nurses said we must come back on Wednesday. My child missed school today. I was here to collect my medication. No one is attending to us. I don't know where I'm going to get the medication. Tembani Stole, who brought food for his sister, said the patients in the hospital are starving. I had to catch a text to get here and bring food for a patient. They are not given any food. No one is attending to the patients. We won't allow our relatives to die of hunger. The House Regional Chairperson Sposiso Masingi says although the issues were raised numerous times, the Department of Health did nothing. The ceiling is collapsing. The, the roof is leaking within the institution. There are live cables that are open with electricity of which it imposes the life of patients into gender and the employees within the institution. And if you look, the hospital is collapsing. The hospital is small. That is why we have engaged with the department that the issue of the hospital must be looked at and must be addressed, the issue of the infrastructure. The spokesperson for the Provincial Department of Health, Tumsan Malamule, acknowledged the challenges and believe a solution will be found. There are currently challenges with all the matters, uh, including infrastructure, employees, and it is currently affecting service delivery. We have held a number of engagements with the union, of which there is still not a final agreement as to how we're going to solve the issue. Uh, what we can say as a department now, we are working around the clock to ensure that those issues, especially the issues of infrastructure, which are lifts and other matters, are speedily uh, attended to. Community members are referred to other health facilities while the Temba Hospital deals with its issues. I am Eric Lubisi in Bombela. Good day. I'm Madidaba Wasichaba and these are your top stories. Reports state that Sama Award-winning platinum-selling artist Vusi Nova is planning to get his leg back and tell his side of the story. After years of getting vilified by the media and becoming a victim of cancel culture, The star is ready to show the world who he is beyond the name and the fame, proving why Angege Baskone as Mzansi gets to see him unapologetic, uncut and unprovoked. For more on this, catch Vusi Nova Unprovoked starting on the 2nd of March on SABC1. I'm Maridaba Wasichaba. This is Africa's grandest football tournament. 
and right here is the best place to experience it all. The Africa Cup of Nations Cote d'Ivoire 2023. Witness the best of African football from the biggest African stars as 24 teams battle it out for the continent's ultimate football prize. Experience all 52 matches live on SABC Sport, the official broadcaster of the Africa Cup of Nations Cote d'Ivoire 2023. From the 13th of January to the 11th of February 2024 on SABC One, S3, SABC Sport on DTT Channel 4 and SABC Radio Stations. Also available on SABC Plus and SABCSport.com for all. For the love of the game. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM. Thanks so much for listening to us here on Updated Noon. And, uh, you know, just a quick, uh, you know, reflection on that package by Eric Lubisi about uh, the families of patients in hospital who have to take food. The question is, what about the patients who don't have family or whose families are far away and cannot bring them the food or just those families who cannot afford to buy food? What happens to those patients? Just a question. And, um, you know, hopefully we will be able to follow up on that situation and that question. Let's uh, move on to the higher education sector now, where Wits University Management says that the registration process for the 2024 academic year is running smoothly so far. The university says that it could be uh, attributed to them having proactively addressed some of the challenges faced by students, such as funding with the, SS, uh, with the SRC. And in recent years, a number of universities experienced violent protests over fees. Uh, Wits received 140,000 applications for the 2024 academic year, but it can only accommodate 6,300 first-year students. This report by Horisani Sitole. Vets University says it has made around 300 more beds available for students who have been without accommodation. Vets Dean of Student Affairs, Jerome September, says they've also been working with student leadership to raise donations to help fund some students. A number of things that that we are doing, we've started conversations with the SRC slightly earlier, where we're talking about what the range of issues are. We've been proactive in terms of anticipating what some of those might be, and have put a range of, of, of concessions in place to be able to assist our students and to make the whole registration process easier. This week, of course, it's the first year students on our campus and we anticipate the return is coming sometime next week. But we've been in conversation with the SRC. They have a number of initiatives. We have a number of initiatives to support as many students as we possibly can. September says they've also addressed NFSA's challenges. That was a report by Orisani Sitole. Looking at uh, the uh, north uh, at the university uh, registration processes at the University of Limpopo, uh, they've cautioned students to remain vigilant as first-year students and parents sometimes get scammed at the university entry point. Now, SRC President and EFF uh, Student Command Leader uh, Hutso Mamabolo says that uh, NASFAS continues to hinder the smooth registration of students at this institution. NASFAS has been a serious problem for a very long time, and now they are making matters worse. Instead of trying to come up with a move that is going to ensure that students apply and their application statuses are done well on time, allowances are paid on time, they are deriving this mode now of saying that applications must be closed just a day ago. This is going to be a serious problem. By the time they are done, many students will be starving. Classes are commencing now. First-year students are going to be starting with their classes next week. Returning students have already started with their classes. So it's a serious problem for us. We want a new mode of NASFAS that is going to ensure that it is student-based, a mode that is going to say that all student needs must be catered for before we can even implement any other thing. And we can report that about two days ago or so, 
we saw someone who was stationed outside of the gate wearing a reflector, portraying to be someone who works for the institution. We managed to set that person up when we successfully captured them and handed them over to the authorities. These people are taking advantage, but we also want to blame the institution in this regard because the institution is saying that people must register online. Some people are still panicking. Some people don't know how to transition through this thing of online, and they are coming to campuses. That is where they are vulnerable. So the university itself must also ensure that it has people who are stationed outside of the gates. Much as they are saying that the system must be online, they must also have its own personnel here because we are not paid by the institution. We don't work for them. We are here to assist students. But you can only go as far as trying to look at these people. But they must have people who are competent and well-resourced in terms of how they can be able to train these particular people to ultimately capture them. We saw an individual, we captured him, and it is beyond any reasonable doubt that that person is one of the people who are scheming people here. But we want to caution students and warn them. It is only the SRC and other people who are associated with the SRC who are able to assist students. No one else outside of the investigation. They must not be seeing people here who portray themselves to be people who are working for the institution and just fall for that particular thing. They must ask for names. They must look at the kind of association that this person is associated with before they can even go further in terms of uh, doing any other thing. The SRC will never ask for money from any other person. Money must be paid into the investor account and that is when we will be able to assist this particular student when they paid in the event that they are not using NSFAS of course. And that was SRC President and EFF Student Command Leader at the University of Limpopo, Hutso Mamabolo. And uh, moving to the Northwest uh, University now, where the institution has received huge volumes uh, of applications, uh, while they can also only accommodate a few thousand students. Uh, this report by Sintleing Lehihi. It seems that as we stand here currently, the resolve of prospective students who hoped for a miracle for them to gain admission after that statement issued by the university that uh, they had reached capacity, that resolve has been totally tarnished and broken. The lines and queues that we saw earlier this morning have fizzled away. Many of them seem to have lost all hope. It seems that with the commencement of the academic year drawing close, it seems that they may have a year of no hope and having to sit at home, possibly take a gap year that they never actually prepared for. The situation as described by students here is that they have tried their very best to ensure that they apply on time. But as we mentioned that from over 180,000 of those who applied, the university stated there that its capacity could only take only being about 11,800. From those who have been lucky enough to get their registrations done, some have only managed to do that partially, then anticipating to get funding for registration. And remember that the university here, uh, registration is at about uh, 11,800. So they need to find that amount for them to be able to ensure that they are fully registered, get their student cards and commence with the academic year. Many of them are saying that they wish that they would be able to access the university to get better details about uh, the funding opportunities. But the university said no walk-ins are allowed. Anyone who will be allowed access into university as a fully registered student and we understand that going on from this point orientations are expected to start on the 5th of february with the academic calendar commencing on the 12th of february and that was our report in the northwest province in Lehing Lihihi. In the Free State, uh, our reporter Apumelele Mdlalane earlier also highlighted the same frustrations expressed by uh, students at the Central University of Technology in the Free State. Free State Higher Institution of Learning have started with registration for prospective and returning students for 2024 academic year. At the Central University of Technology, some students have not been able to register as they wait to be approved by National Student Financial Aid Scheme. 
the student representative councils say they engaged with the management in an effort to come with a makeable solution that can benefit students, but that has not yielded good results. Those who are unable to register remain frustrated and stranded, and classes are expected to commence next week Monday. The university says it has received more than 100,000 applications and can only admit 4,600. Apumelele Mitalane, SABC News, Bloemfontein. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.